Outside Story is a new comedy slash drama, mostly comedy. It's written and directed by Kasimir Naskowski, who uh, I'm not familiar with as a filmmaker, but this one stars Brian Tyree Henry, Sunita Mani, Sonequa Martin-Green, Olivia Edward, and a few other faces you might find familiar. It premiered at Rooftop Films last August. I, I don't know if you've, this is a very Brooklyn type uh, film organization. They're a nonprofit. And uh, I think their festival runs for a while. Like I think it runs like all summer, if I'm not mistaken. They do like outdoor okay. screenings of like new indies. That's cool. I think it's fitting because it is a very, very Brooklyn movie. Uh, it's being distributed by Samuel Goldwyn Films, and it was just released this past weekend. We checked it out, and this one follows the story of a guy played by Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, his name is Charles, and he's been kind of stuck in his apartment, not because of COVID, but because he's feeling kind of stuck in his career, his relationship with a uh, woman named Isha, played by Sinequa Martin-Green, has just ended. You'll recognize her, of course, from things like Walking Dead, Star Trek Discovery. And while he is in the middle of working on something, he accidentally locks himself out of his apartment. And this is a one crazy day kind of movie where everything that can go wrong for this guy basically goes wrong, including run-ins with a traffic cop who is eager to give out tickets to, uh, you know, maybe getting to know his neighbors a little bit more. This is a very neighborhood movie. There are parts of this where I was like, this feels like an adult version of Sesame Street almost. And it definitely has a loving look at Brooklyn as this very quirky, offbeat sort of place where anything can happen. And the people there are well-meaning, good-intentioned. And I like this movie. I think it's pretty sweet. And I, I think that it's very simple. It's it's definitely not going for anything grandiose. But yeah, as a kind of lazy Saturday Saturday afternoon watch, which is how I experienced it, I definitely enjoyed the outside story. And I really enjoyed seeing Brian Tyree Henry in a leading man role. Will, we were talking about this before the show, that it is absolutely absurd that he has not yeah. been a leading man like this before. And I hope this is the beginning of some projects like that for him, because I think he he carries his film so well. It He definitely has the confidence of a leading man that I don't think has been fully realized elsewhere. But what did you think of the outside story? story i mean to be fair i should i should mention that i mean basically in season two he became a more of a of a lead character in atlanta season two and and i i do think on stage he's done a lot of leading roles so um sure. I, I think he has uh taken on leading roles and i guess to some extent he was a lead in godzilla versus kong even though i wasn't as crazy about mm, that performance i i don't i don't think that would qualify as a lead i think he's part of the ensemble sure but no i, I, I don't think that would count but it is a natural or yeah, a natural progression in terms of like he's been doing a lot of these like standout sporting roles, as yeah. you were uh, mentioning, like if Bale Street could talk, he has arguably the best scene in that movie. Um, even something like Joker, where he's kind of a throwaway character, he makes a good impression. Um, and he's been overdue for a uh, good actor showcase like this, though, I guess for some reason, I was under the impression that this movie was like kind of more of a like um kind of subversive film like i i guess because of his uh position as an editor like i thought it was going to be a little bit more of a like kind of like michelle gondry kind of thing for whatever reason and this is kind oh, of more of a <laughs> yeah this is more of a a throwback to the kind of like uh casual uh new york based indies of like the mid to late 2000s or like early 2010s uh in a way that i found very appealing because I, I tend to like those films a lot and this is a 
No exception. I, I don't think this is like an amazing film or anything. I don't know if it's a first film, but does kind of feel like that in terms of like, you know, it, it stretches out the plot in a kind of predictable and uh, outstretched fashion. Um, it, it, it's definitely a film that needs to rely heavily on uh, Brian Tyrese Henry's uh, charisma and his just natural star power to carry it through. Because it's just a lot of like almost vignettes of just like him interacting with these different assorted uh, New York based personalities, you know, some are a little bit more over the top than others. And, um, you know, I, I guess your mileage may vary in terms of how much you enjoy wacky New York personalities yeah, who yeah. are, you know, yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, some folks find that kind of grating. Some folks find that very endearing and charming. I guess I'm somewhere in between. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as a good showcase for Brian Tyree Henry, uh, I think it generally works. I, I think his sort of affable screen presence is generally good for this type of project i I think it it showcases how he's able to get a lot of mileage out of just like you know an eye roll or just kind of like a like heavy sigh or something like that you know just things that uh you know it it makes it very dynamic and and personable at the same time and uh i i generally agree with you that as a kind of casual lazy sunday morning afternoon viewing this this hit the spot pretty well yeah i mean look where the film falls short is definitely in the fact that it's very what you see, what you get. There's nothing about this film while you're watching it that's going to be all that subversive or surprising, you know? Like, you kind of know the lessons this character needs to learn way before he actually learns those lessons. But I think it still works in spite of that because of how charming the cast is here. And the the journey is more important than the destination, I think, for this one. The filmmaker I was thinking of the most about this, and what kind of got me a little excited, actually, about this director, uh, again, it's Kasimir Naskowski, and this this is his first film, a uh, feature-length film. He directed another one that was a short film. That makes a lot of sense. What I think is very promising about, yeah, because it does kind of feel like a short film extended in some ways, yeah. but I really think that this this film kind of reminded me a little bit of the way Woody Allen makes films about New York. Now, it's not a one-to-one. This is not a Woody Allen-esque movie uh, in, in those senses, but I do think that it has that same sort of like loving neurosis like added to the, the quirkiness of living in New York that is exciting to me because... It, it would be nice if a filmmaker could sort of like put stuff out like this and not be named Woody Allen. I would appreciate that because I really like Woody Allen's films. And of course, you know, as a, as a person, as a human being, I certainly have a difficult time separating the art from the artist in that situation. And so th- this was a, a, a kind of optimistic turn for me. I was like, ah, people can make movies like this still. And, you know, th- without the baggage, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're just going to um, talk about some uh, hot-button filmmakers, I, I'll admit to you um, when I was uh, – before we recorded that this kind of reminded me of like an, an overlong episode of Louie at times just in terms of it being, yep, like yep. you said, a very like New York-based film about – like, you know, like like a lot of episodes of Louie just happen to be like him like kind of in a predicament like this where he gets locked out and he has to kind of just deal with these like surrealist-type personalities. And, yeah. and I, I felt like this kind of was a harken back to that. But like you said, uh, with, I guess, less baggage than it would be to watch uh, an episode or two of Louie right now. One more person. I hate to even bring it up, but I also thought of Lena Dunham. <laughs> well, she's not quite as... Uh as uh i guess taboo as the other filmmakers we mentioned i guess well i was because because of the louis thing too i i felt like this this could be like an episode of girls 
as well. You know, like sure. that that HBO show, the way that, yeah, it would create these sort of bottle episodes where it really is just the character kind of like I could I like it's not a one to one, but I was thinking about the ways that characters in that show, I could see a character in that show being like afraid of their neighbors or not really connecting with people outside of like the world that they've created for themselves within the apartment yeah. and that being such a specific insular thing for new yorkers yeah like like a, a cagey personality who has to kind of get out of their shell and and learn something from their yeah. fellow man or their neighbor is definitely something that we saw in uh woody allen's filmography and various episodes of girls and louis so yeah i think that that comparison is apt though i'm sure that's not the quotes they want on the poster right now <laughs> <laughs> right right the next louis the next woody allen the next no 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 none of that uh i only have two major criticisms of this film the first one i already mentioned where i just think that uh a lot of that you're going to see coming and so it doesn't have much in the way of surprise but my the only other criticism i really have against this is not quite enough of um Sonequa, uh, martin green i think that the film could have used a little bit more of her character based on where the film ends up going especially there's some there is some messaging in this film about the way jealousy works and you know how how relationships can be very fragile and there there are points where i i wish that it had gone a little bit deeper on that stuff i think that it there's a lot of talking there's a lot of like talking around this issue but i never really quite understood where Charles really, there, there was clearly some baggage that Charles has with this subject that I was waiting for the film to get into a little bit more and it doesn't quite. And at the same time, I think the, some of the more fun elements of this film is, are when uh, we have uh, Michael Creighton's character, who is uh, Andre. And whenever he kind of gets brought into the movie because he's one of the tenants of the building who has to keep helping him out, I think that's when the film has its more fun expositiony moments because at least they're within the backdrop of his, let's just say, uh, eclectic apartment. Um, but yeah, as a very Brooklyn type movie, it's it's definitely not the most wide reaching or anything, but I do like movies like this that kind of make Brooklyn feel like a fantasy land. And it kind of reminds me of like the intern for that reason where like, man, Brooklyn is, is gorgeous. Like, but I think that a lot of people will tell you that that is a very, uh, let's say appealing version of Brooklyn, at, at sure. least from this film, a loving look at it. Let's say that. Yeah. If you want a more realistic look at, uh, Brooklyn, New York, I would recommend how to with John Wilson, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess for me, this isn't so much a complaint, but more of a general comment in that I feel kind of bad that this movie is coming out now because it, it, it has sort of rotten luck in terms of a, a movie about like learning to embrace your out uh, or like uh, outroverted personality and kind of learning to meet your neighbors and stuff like that. Extroverted. It's pro Sorry, extroverted. Is it um, my brain's not really working today. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just learning to, um, like, kind of embrace your fellow man and stuff like that isn't necessarily, I guess, the film that we need in 2020. Um, I, I think the message of it is very sweet and sincere. Um, but having that and also uh, just kind of, uh, I, don't, I guess, generally um, lighthearted depiction of the police is also something that, that kind of uh, makes I, it I a think pre. Yeah. She's a traffic cop, though. And she's the sure. butt of the joke. I I don't know. I think that they actually well, there are other cop characters, but yeah, the, the, in terms and they, of that I think yeah. they aren't treated the same way. So I actually think sure. the film that's fair. Kind of, I thought the balance was okay because I was thinking yeah. the same thing. But they, I think that they did very specific things to avoid that. If you ask me, sure. No, no, I I think you're mostly right, but it is something that, that did come to mind for me. So I think it's worth pointing Sticks out. out. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, yeah. but um, I, I just think I, I might have waited. If I were like Samuel Goldwyn, I, I might have waited until like 2022 to release this just because See, I, I don't, don't know if this is. I don't know. Because yeah. look, people are getting the vaccine now. And people sure. have been shut in their apartments, especially in New York, for a year. So I wonder if the timing might actually be a little bit like get the vaccine and you can experience life like Brian Tyree Henry did in this new movie. I don't okay. know. I feel like the timing could kind of work. Maybe I guess like this should have come out in like the late summer then. Like when people Maybe. are actually yeah. more vaccinated. I don't know. Just releasing it now is a little weird. Like it's not as weird as if I saw this in like, say, like june 2020 like that would have been way weirder yeah maybe this is more of an august september movie especially because it takes place right. in the fall so it, it is That's what may doesn't yeah. quite yeah yeah you might you might be onto something there yeah i just think like yeah maybe not 2022 but like later in 2021 it just it, my point just being that it's a little weird to watch this movie right now but um, that's not to say that 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 takes the movie down or anything that just, you know, just general thoughts. But I do agree with you. I think it is a little clumsy in terms of like kind of gelling all these characters together. I think some characters get a little bit more screen time that I, I felt was kind of like over uh, overbearing. And other characters, I kind of wanted to know a little bit more to get a better understanding of Brian Tyree's character. Like you said, I, th- I think having a little bit of a stronger understanding of their relationship would have made the ending scene a little bit more palpable. Because like it, it does kind of feel a bit abrupt when we get to like the emotional climax of the film. Uh, because we, we, we got kind of like flashes of it but we really didn't fully understand the relationship before then so i don't i don't know if those moments hit quite as hard as they they might have uh in a different type of film but you know i i generally kind of uh, i enjoy this kind of genial affable sort of filmmaking it, it's a return to the type of films that i found very appealing as a, a younger man and and i i wouldn't be opposed to seeing them come back just because you know yeah, yeah. we're de- we're dealing with a lot of heavy movies with heavy subject matters, and it's nice to see a movie about a guy who's just trying to make the the best of a, of a bad situation, and uh, you know, it, it's that's sweet. So yeah, I, I generally found this one to be pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I I think yeah, it's low key, very casual. It's kind of warm and fuzzy, like the polka dot socks that he wears in this, and I think that for me, I'm I'm a B on it. I think. If the main performance had been lacking, if they had gotten somebody else, I don't know if, it would, if I would be that high on it because it's not the best foundation for a film. But I just think that Henry kind of elevates this thing quite a bit. And so I, I think it's very pleasant for that reason. And I, re- I enjoyed it. It put me in a good mood. And I think that there are plenty of people who could watch this and get something out of it. Especially if, yeah, if you're just like breezing through like a streaming service at some point and you come across it, I think that it's uh, a nice little movie that you might have a good time with. So I am a uh, pleasant B on the outside story. What about you, Will? Uh, I think this is the definition of a uh, B minus, like a plain Jane B minus type film. Uh, like we said, it, it it's not completely cohesive. It, it does kind of stop and start a lot. It, it's it's a little laggy in terms of uh, pacing and style, even though it is only like, I think, 85 minutes long. But it does ride on the coattails of Brian Tyree Henry's star power and just being uh, a, a fairly sweet natured film that has a lot of likable characters and a romanticized look in New York that isn't cloying or like uh, grating in any 
excessive fashion. I do think it takes a little while to get getting like, get going. Like I think you kind of have to settle with the movie for about like 50 or so minutes before it really starts to work its magic. But once the general setup is established, I, I found it to be a pretty likable and uh, worthwhile film. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed the time I spent with it, even if it's not one I'm probably going to revisit anytime soon. All right. Well, The Outside Story is by far the shortest film we are discussing this week. It is only 85 minutes long, and it has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.